The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome in. Take my hand. Say hello to who you know and who you don't and who you can. We'll give promise to your springtime and beginnings to your ends. We'll try not to be cautious, we'll be friends. Welcome in everyone to Visibilities on this apparently rainy, stormy Friday evening uh, around the country. We've been talking shortly before we got started and everybody seems to have rain or thunderstorms or something like that coming up around us. I want to welcome you all this evening. We have a very wonderful group of people with us tonight from four of our special interest affiliates here in ACB. We've been doing this for the last few, most of the last few weeks, just to let, especially our newer members of the blindness and ACB community, know more about the affiliates that we have. We're going to be doing some of the state affiliates that will be holding conventions within the between now and the end of the year. So, if you are a convention chair or an affiliate president of a state affiliate and will be holding an, your annual business meeting or convention uh, between now and the end of December and would like us to feature you on a future, on a, on a future program. We would be glad to do that. Just get in touch with me, Terry Pacheco. And the best way to do that is through an uh, email addressed to visibilities, that's V as in Victor, I-S-A-B-I-L-I-T-I-E-S, just like disabilities, but with a V, five zero at gmail.com. And I will definitely work on fitting you in uh, to tell everyone about your convention, whether it's going to be in person or virtual or a hybrid. And I've got or uh, five affiliates that have been in touch with me already. And so we will be doing those in a, a couple of the future weeks ahead of us. But at this point, I want to thank all of those people who have come with us tonight. And we have um, four affiliates, as I said. We have ACB Families, ACB Diabetics in Action. ACB Lions, and Council of Citizens with Low Vision International. And with that said, I want to first introduce someone who I don't think there are too many people that have been around ACB for much time at all who has, haven't, I'm not saying this right, I don't think that there are many people in ACB who have not known, at least known this name, if not her in particular um, for many, many years, and that's Carla Rushevel. 
and Carla is here this evening representing ACB families. Good evening, Carla. Good evening, Terry. Thanks for having me here. Appreciate it very much. I think, not sure, but I think this may be the first time that I've been on visibilities and um it's Welcome certainly back often we're <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's certainly one of the the big popular programs on acb mainstream so it, it's it's great thanks for letting me be here um tonight i'm here to talk about acb families i am the president of acb families and uh we happen to be just in the midst just really revving up our membership drive for the 2023 membership year. So uh, this is a great time to introduce people to families and tell you a little bit about what we have done. This past year at the convention, we had four, I think, uh, one, two, three, four. I think we had five activities and we have the last two or three years. Um, but Families has been actually around as a special interest affiliate since 1979. It started out as ACB parents many, many years ago. And in the early 90s, it changed its name to Council of Families with Visually Impaired, uh, Can Council of Families with Visual Impairment. Then in the uh, early 20 teens, we changed that name once again to be a little easier to remember to ACB Families. And that's what it is today. ACB Families for a number of years from around the middle of the 2000s until uh, around 2015, 2016 was very small and was really struggling to continue to exist. And then we had a couple of membership drives. We started doing a little more at the convention. And today, ACB Families uh, this in 2022 had 92 members, and we're hoping to have over 100 members for 2023. So we are a growing affiliate of ACB. We are not a real formal affiliate. We don't um, have, if you're looking for an affiliate that has three-hour business meetings, we're not it. Um, we, we have two meetings each month. One is a business meeting or more of a business meeting. Uh, it's oftentimes a discussion of what we would like to do as future programming. That is the first Sunday of the month at 9 p.m. Eastern on Zoom. That's 3 p.m. Hawaiian. So it's that late Eastern time so we can include our Hawaiian friends. Um, then we have uh, the third Sunday of the month is programming or a, a discussion or sharing of resources or experiences. So, and again, it's at the same time, and it also is on Zoom. Our convention programming has really changed over the years. We have had a breakfast with families for a long time, many, many years. But, and, and, it, and when we were in person, before COVID, the, the BC time, we, <laughs> uh, we, it, it was a business meeting for the most part. We had a short, a short program, and then we had a business meeting. So when COVID came along, everything changed. And in families, it changed for, I think, the better. 
And we've done things in 2020 and 2021, such as have a tour. We did tours both of those years, uh, audio tours. One was uh, a museum in Hawaii. The other, the second year was Mammoth Cave in Kentucky. We, um, we have had, uh, we started in 2020, the ACB Families Goes to Camp. And we've had our virtual campfire for those first two years. And this year, we did the same thing. We had it in the early weekend, the pre-convention weekend. And it was fantastic. Um, Paul Edwards this year was our storyteller at our virtual camp. The previous two years, it had been Jack Fox. And so uh, all three of those years were just amazing. We this year had three other events. We had uh, one event on accessible toys and games. And You'd think just to hear that title that it was mostly kid stuff. Well, it was a lot of kid stuff, but it also was things included things that adults would enjoy. So it truly covered the whole focus of families, uh, because you know families is not just for um, is not just a family with children. A family can be any kind of family. It can be uh, a family with. Um, parents or with grandparents or aunts and uncles or whoever makes the family they're all welcome so ac so accessible toys and games certainly filled that bill uh we had our breakfast speaker was mike hudson who is the director of the museum at the american printing house for the blind and he this year talked about how to uh, preserve your audio recordings. And that was kind of interesting how to um, how to make sure that they don't deteriorate over time. The other presentation, this was something that was, it was a hot topic this year, and that was making sense of the census. Well, family history is a big part of families. And we had a professional genealogist with us who talked about uh, the 1950s census, which has just come out, as well as what other things, the other censuses and what they do. He, his big point was, it gives you a snapshot of your family every 10 years and how you can take that and, and help you connect and find all kinds of things uh, about your family and neighbors and jobs and just all all types of information. So, um, and just a couple of the things that we do sometimes on our program calls on the third Sunday, uh, we will talk about resources such as where to find books um, that are uh, of interest to, whether it be adults or children or what accessible formats we'll have around Christmas. We have shopping uh, going on, a lot of shopping presentations. Uh, we'll do some financial planning. So we we cover the whole gamut of things that are interest that are of interest to families. We have an email list which everyone is welcome to join. Uh, it is not just for members, and it's easy to join. You just send an email to families, put a plus sign, write the word subscribe at acblists l i s t s dot o r g. Families plus subscribe at acblists dot o r g. Our dues are $8 a year. 
we're one of the best deals around and special interest. (laughs) (laughs) And right now we're having, well, we just finished um, giving away our door prizes for people who registered for families at the convention. We had 28 door prizes, therefore 28 winners of people who registered for ACB families as part of the convention. Now we're into our, um, our membership drive and everyone who joins families between now and the end of November will be in the running for, uh, for one of four door prizes, our door prizes for our, um, our membership drawing this year are going to be a $25 visa card then two $50 Visa cards and a $75 Visa card. So it's a great chance to win some holiday shopping uh, opportunities, let you take that Visa card and go shop anywhere you want. And it's easy to join. Um, We do take credit cards and you can call us uh, for more information. The phone number is 502-897-1472. And we will take the credit card on the phone and your it's easy to sign up, and we would appreciate uh, anyone who's interested giving us a call. And I'd love to answer any questions anybody has. So if anyone does have any questions, please feel free to raise your hand. And while Carla is here with us, and we do have a question for you from um, Calandra. Hi, Calandra. Hello. Yeah, can you hear me? Um, I was thinking, do you have to be a member to join any of these business meetings? Because I know it was different for Roundabout. No, you you, you can use that same, uh, you can still have that same number if you've got it. It's held on the Zoom line and, and, it, and we do use that Zoom line that, that you have the phone number for. Right, and it is also they're they're due every Sunday evening or morning or whatever. They are the first and third Sunday of each month at nine p.m. Eastern. That would be eight p.m. Central. Right. Okay. Thank you. All right. Anyone else? I don't see any other hands right at the moment. Okay. Um, one of the things I would like, to, I'd like to kind of drop back on something that you mentioned, and that is the concept of families come in all sizes, shapes, and yes. ages. Descriptions so, of all kinds. Really? <laughs> um, so this would be a good organization, whether, whether you're younger persons in the family perhaps are visually impaired or Mm -hmm. whether it's the grandparents are. I mean, really, it's very much a matter of any member of the family that's visually impaired. Um, You know, it's, it's that relationship that's um, the important part. And I just wanted to kind of emphasize that a bit. Uh, Yes. And it can also be helpful, although we don't have, many people who come who are sighted, but sometimes it's a sighted member who wants to get a little more involved in the blindness thing, find out more about vision loss or whatever. And it's, a, it's an easy way for them to do that without feeling like they're in school. 
you know, um, they, it's a good opportunity to make friends, get to know other people and to strengthen those connections with the blind and visually impaired community. That's true. That's true. I think it's, I've always thought it was a very good organization and it's, uh, I didn't realize it went back all the way to 79 myself. Um, that was actually my first convention was in 79. Um, that was a long time ago. It was, wasn't it? I remember there was this woman that used to do a recording on the, I remember there was a woman that used to do a recording on the phones every morning of everything that was going on at convention. I think her name was Carla. Yes, it was. You know what, Terry? I would get on the elevator and uh and i would I'd, I'd, oh you know you had this on an acb elevator you're talking and people would say oh there goes the phone <laughs> <laughs> oh we've come a long way since those days <laughs> i know <laughs> oh goodness well i thank you and we may have a couple more questions for you let me just interrupt for one minute a slight change um i'm hoping i'm I, I don't mean to embarrass anyone, but I did notice on here that we have another affiliate president on with us this evening. And if Tyson, if you would be willing to tell folks a little bit about Viva, Visually Impaired Veterans of America, um, you're more than welcome to join us. And we'd be delighted to have you. Thank you. Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can. Hey, uh, Terry. Thanks. I was wondering where my invitation to the party was. <laughs> I sent them out to people uh, I, weeks okay. ago. It's, so, so it's in. So it's in the mail. It's 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 in the mail. It's in the mail. It's somewhere in so, cyberspace. <laughs> so that's that's awesome. Um, so yeah, thank you for inviting me up to talk about Viva real quick. And and uh, so we are Viva is visually impaired veterans of America. We are the veterans. Uh, affiliate for ACB. Um, we we concern ourselves with those things which have to do with the causes of veterans, their spouses, their family, uh, and the benefits and such that have to do um, with with visual impairment, blind, low vision. Uh, the majority, the super majority of veterans who have a visual impairment are low vision. Uh, we have rehab centers. Uh, at 17 different locations across the country, from Connecticut to Long Beach, uh, from uh, from down in South Florida, all the way up into Seattle, Washington. So they're all across the country, uh, and they specialize in bringing you into residential treatments. And one of the things we do as an affiliate, um, and I'll get to some some things that we're doing real real quick here, but we uh, work with other agencies such as the Blinded Veterans Association to help um, in pushing for and advocating for certain uh, legislation that concerns us as veterans. Uh, many of you may be aware uh, in the last week that uh, the president just signed uh, a bill which uh, which extended the burn pit. Uh, the toxins that the veterans breathed in and all the health benefit or all the health problems that that has caused uh, all the way from back in, in the, in the first Gulf war back in 1991. So, so that, that legislation was pushed through very hard. And, uh, and I, I know I was a personal signee on that with, um, along with BVA. So that's the kind of things we advocate for um, and getting again, like durable medical equipment. We help, we've helped sign on to that and other things. Um, 
Viva is in a little bit of a of a distress situation right now. We have lost a lot of members due to uh, COVID um, and just no, uh, normal normal people passing on in life, moving on to the next phase in their in their existence. And so uh, we have a lot of we we went from a very robust to a very uh, non active affiliate um i've i've worked with david dowlin and we brought on marcia farrow and, and another um another young lady judy who is going to help us with reviving a newsletter uh we are planning some activities surrounding veterans day we're going to hold a um, an event that's going to be a donation kind of thing uh and stay tuned for announcements uh and membership so membership in viva for the rest of this year until until january 1st if you join viva and I'll give you the information here in just a moment. It's 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 free. There's no charge to join from now to December. And you're going to get all the, the benefits and the stuff that we're coming up with. We would also encourage you, if you want to join, to become part of the board. Uh, we have a lot. We need to fill out a board again. And uh, and all the, the committees and stuff that, that work within the affiliate on behalf of veterans. Um, when January rolls around, dues are $15 a year. And uh, for again, for that, you get a newsletter, um, which is a member only newsletter. And uh, we're going to be starting some other things of interest, like putting out uh, a monthly uh, Zoom call to kind of do a more connection, like a veterans connection kind of a call. So we're in the planning stages for a lot of that with with uh, the, the few people who are really active in the affiliate. Um and does one need to be a veteran in order to become a member? You do not. So if you decide, if you would decide that you want to become a member of, uh, of Viva, uh, what I would say, what I would highly recommend you do and, and urge you and plead with you and, and coerce you in whatever way I, I know possible to uh, send an email to all one word veterans of ACB, V E T E R A N S O F A C B at gmail.com. In the subject line, put uh, membership. And then in the body of the email, if you could give us your name and if you could tell us whether you are a veteran or if you are a supporter of, if you're the spouse of a veteran, if you're a family member of a veteran, or if you just do that. Because constitutionally, and we're going to be working on one of the big projects we're going to be doing this year is, is not just amendments, but we're going to work on a massive revision of our constitution. Uh, it's in need of it. They had one in 17, which uh, we've made some changes this year. Um, we had one business meeting. Uh, and basically in order so we could make some changes to our constitution. And, uh, and now we're going to go with a, with a wholesale, um, revision of it, uh, because it's, it's time to bring it up into the last one was done in two, 2003. There was one proposed for 2017 that never, uh, that was never presented or ratified to the best of my knowledge because that was prior to me joining the affiliate. But so we're doing a lot of work. But if you put in there, um, again, if you want, if you're a supporter, uh, the dues are the same. Um, but constitutionally, we we have to have a, um, uh, for example, like like the most of the board members, with the exception of two slots, have to be veterans, um, so that so that veterans stay in control of of the affiliate. Right, that makes sense. Correct. Well, I'll yes. tell you, you do have someone else that's going to be involved too, and which is I'm so one of the reasons that I was so delighted to see you on tonight's call is as you probably know. Um, the ACB Board of Directors has a 
affiliate liaison to each uh, each member of the board is a liaison to an affiliate to a number of affiliates. And since I just got elected to the board, um, when I got my list of assignments from Dan about two weeks ago, one of my special interest affiliates is Viva. Way so. <laughs> down at the bottom of the list of affiliates is this little this little affiliate known as Viva, and I saw I saw you in there, Terry. So so exactly. So I, I will definitely be getting in. more involved as well. <laughs> and and we welcome your help and your input. You are you are a fabulous resource that uh, that I will turn to uh, quite often in, in this coming year. So right. because if because that's that's our, that's the that's the thing I'll emphasize to to any veterans that are out there is if is if we do not. Um, if we do not generate uh, a more robust membership and, and participatory membership, that it's likely that uh, that we will not make it through to the next convention. Uh, we may have we may have to uh, fold as an affiliate. Well, so we do not be, want to see that happen. We don't want to see that, but it's the reality of it. So so again, so if there's veterans out there who who wish to become members, we really urge you to participate in. There's a lot of legislation out there. There's a lot of opportunities uh, to help out and, and to be involved in the leadership of the affiliate. So um, so again, thank you for inviting me up to talk about it. Well, thank you so much. Does anyone have if anyone has any questions for Tyson, you're more than welcome. To raise your hands now, or uh, they must all be very busy sending you email addresses. That's exactly what it is. Or I've just answered every question. Like, man, I just there's nothing more to say about it. <laughs> uh, Calandra wants to ask you something. Of course, hi, Calandra. Hello, Tyson. Uh, How are you? Nice presentation. Um. In case I do get interested in it, I have family members who are veterans, and they have uh, served our country. But is there a number that you're allowed to get out? Because I don't have a computer. Uh, to those who wish to contact you by phone. Unfortunately, I do not. Um, it, it is our is our treasurer's number, who is who is David Dallin, and he's the one who takes all those calls. Um, number one is I do not want to give out his personal number on the air. No, he pro no. he'd probably be okay with it, but I can't. But I can't. I can't guarantee that. And secondly, uh, I don't know his number off the top of my head. I look at my phone for David Dallin. Calandra, if if you wanted to get something in the future, I will um, get it and let, and let you know sometime privately. Yeah, pass it, pass it along. Right. We can pass it along at the, in, in that direction. Okay. Thank, okay. You. thank you. Thank you. And thank you okay. for those kind words, Calandra. All right. Well, I thank you very much. It was great to have you on. And, and you, your invitation really is somewhere in, in cyberspace. <laughs> in cyberspace. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for the opportunity. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Our next group. Although no one knew this. This group is um, so active that we couldn't have just one. We have three representatives this evening. Um, yeah, uh, Gary Lassman, Larry Gassman, and Charles Nabaridi and Becky Dunkerson are here um, to talk about ACB Diabetics in Action. And that right. is a very active group. And I am going to turn it over to them because I know between the three of them, they will have all of our questions 
answered before we even get our hands raised, probably. Actually, we would have had four, but we allowed Tom Tobin, president of ACBDA, to have yes. a family weekend with his family because he's having a birthday. Yeah. So happy birthday to Tom Tobin. But it was a very yeah. close vote. Yeah, this is Charles Navarrete. I'm the uh, first vice president. And I, I'm going to talk about our legislative efforts. Larry and Becky are going to talk about the uh, peer mentoring, the uh, education calls and community calls that we have, as well as our membership. And we have so, about 10 right, minutes. Well, so let's so see if we can get it in. Our, our, our uh, affiliate has, in, in 2017, sponsored a resolution which was adopted, which uh, supported the uh, having uh, the AFDA and uh, the CDC and, and all manufacturers uh, put verbal instructions into the uh, manufacturing and uh, of, of, of constant glucose monitoring devices. Now that um, resolution didn't has not had did not have much action taken on it until this year, when an, a representative from Illinois uh, introduced HR. HR 4853, which is going to require that all uh, manufactured medical devices, in addition to the constant glucose monitoring devices, have verbal output so that blind people and visually impaired people will not have to resort to iPhones or other devices to be able to know what the readings are on those machines, on those devices. Um, we have had pretty good success in getting other um, representatives co-sponsor that bill, but still it hasn't moved, and hopefully it will in the near future. Other legislative effort has to do with uh, limiting the cost of insulin. Um, we had a, a, a resolution uh, introduced and adopted this year, which would uh, require that insulin not cost more than $35 per month for any um, Medicare recipient, um, ACA, um, Affordable Care Act um, insured person, or private health insurance person uh, to pay that amount limit the cost of insulin to that amount each month. Um, now, recently this year, the Senate did, pa did pass the uh, uh, most recent uh, inflation uh, uh, bill that included a provision that Medicare not charge more than $35 per month for uh, insulin users. However, it did not pass the other two components. Um, and hopefully that will be successfully, uh, will be successful in having that part of it passed because uh, seven Republicans voted with the 50 Democrats uh, uh, to, to adopt those measures, but we still need 60 votes. 
in the filibuster Senate. And um, so we, we need three more. And Senator Grassley has indicated that he will vote for it, making it Matt eight. Cox has joined the meeting. Now, uh, we've had um, some ed, um, meetings where we've role played uh, how to uh, approach your legislator. Um, Chris, Chris, uh, Chris Gray and myself conducted that, and we had uh, several instances where we were able to demonstrate how to adopt to uh, uh, approach your legislator and uh, to urge that legislator to vote for the insulin bills. Um, hopefully, in the near future, the uh, Collins and Sheehan Act will be adopted by the Senate, which would limit the cost of insulin to $35 per month for all persons who use uh, insulin, including Medicare recipients, Affordable Care Act, and those covered by private insurance. So that's one of the things we have done. And Larry and, and uh, Becky, Becky, who's our treasurer, and Larry's our secretary, will speak about the community calls, the education that we've done during the convention, as well as the um, peer mentoring uh, program that we're starting. I can talk about the mentoring program quickly because it is just starting. We also talked, uh, we also had a very successful convention with a lot of people who came to our sessions, especially in Zoom with regard to diabetes. We are still probably one of the best kept secrets in town. You would think that as as many diabetics as there are in this country that we would have more in terms of membership and our membership grew tremendously. We more than doubled it over the last year. But there are a lot of others who we could uh, we could help through mentoring uh, as well as is just overall uh, attitude in terms of being, you know, helping with positive stuff because it is a livable, doable disease that we can we can make work to the best of our advantage through exercise, diet, and other things as well. So we're we're working hard on that. The mentoring program is fascinating because Liz Alexa, who is now one of our board members, was trained uh, in a lot of the aspects of a mentoring program to be a mentor or to be a mentee. And she now has uh, many of us who have volunteered uh, put together a plan so that we can either mentor someone who needs some help Maybe they've just become a diabetic and they've said, I don't know what I'm doing. How do I do this? How do I test my sugars? How do I, how do I, how do I just act and do and be as a diabetic? And there are a lot of people like that who are scared to death when they find out that they're diagnosed. It doesn't have to be that way. There's so many people around who are willing to help. And so she started a mentoring program where we have, uh, uh, I think, about 15 mentors who are assigned to others who need some help. And they get together and chat and talk and offer words of advice, etc. cetera. Uh, and that is just now starting. It started within the last week or so. But there are a lot of us with a tremendous amount of knowledge. And some of us who have a tremendous amount of knowledge still need to learn. Uh, I learned not too long ago that I was going to need to be on a basal insulin, a baseline insulin, to help with regard to A1C. 
But I didn't know anything about insulin, even though my wife, when she was alive, was on it for, gosh, I don't know, 30, 40 years. So I said, I need to be a I need to be a mentee in this particular instance. Let somebody teach me about insulin. Now, I don't know if I'll have to go much further with it, but hopefully I'll, everything will be fine and the A1C will drop even more and I'll be good. But what if it doesn't? Then at least I've got some knowledge behind me. And on the other end of the spectrum, I can help somebody else as a mentor. Uh, and so that's I've signed up for both. Then there are some new people who are just becoming accustomed to be being diabetics, and I've been one for 20 years. So I can help somebody else. And after all, isn't that what this is all about? We learn by living this disease and living life as a diabetic, and then we turn around and push it forward and help somebody else. And so uh, that's one of the big things that we're really looking forward to this year is to help some people from within. And if you're not currently a member, Becky will talk about that. We'd be happy to invite you in as a member and help you with regard to your diabetic journey. There's so much knowledge and so many things that are happening on the horizon with regard to, as Charles mentioned, CGMs, continuous glucose monitors, etc. And other things that that it's, it's looking like there's a light at the end of the tunnel now in terms of getting people some of the durable medical equipment that they need and should have and also just knowledge about this disease and how to make it work for them so we're really excited about that um becky can probably talk about a lot of other stuff that i didn't talk about especially as it relates to acbda and what we do and we offer a heck of a lot and i think you know and i think it's i love the idea of the mentoring program because you know like for instance when I found when I was told that I had diabetes, it was like, take it, take your, take your, uh, take this pill once, uh, take this pill once in the morning and once at night and check, uh, check your blood once in the morning, once at night. And I, I didn't know what, what monitor was, which, which one was going to be easier to read, which wasn't, um, I never knew anything about your A1C being anything different than your daily, your daily sugar, checking your sugar. Uh, I, I learned an awful lot from the uh, time that you folks were on earlier oh, this sure. year. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. the idea of averaging out your, uh, your glucose numbers each day, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And, and I think there's just so much that we don't necessarily learn from the medical profession. Right, um, yeah, a lot of it's on our own. Is is yeah, uh, it's and, our own and journey. having a group like this, like Diabetics in Action, is just such a fabulous resource within the organization. Yeah, we have articles that everyone. we we share with everybody on the list, on the mailing list, and there are tons of articles that we see on a weekly and monthly basis, and it's it's all to 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 add to the knowledge, so that we can take control if we can over over diabetes. That's and, right. Becky, go for it. I'm just sorry. I kind of jumped jumped in there, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, I'm kind of like you, Terry. You know, when when you don't know where to turn, and and Larry mentioned this, the pyramid is a great um, um, the peer mentoring program. We we actually started putting it together um, almost a year ago. Um, The board decided that it was a program that we wanted to pursue and so we started building um the 
structure for that. And so we finally are, like Larry said, getting ready to launch it or have launched it. So it, it's kind of exciting and it's all strictly related to ACB diabetics. Um, I know that ACB has started or mentioned that they were starting one, um, but this one is, is strictly one that we have designed for ACB diabetics. Um, real quick, because I know time is short, is we have, um, I wanted to make sure that people know that we have a community call the second Wednesday at um, 8 p.m. Eastern. And this is our education call. We have people that will come and talk about the uh, glucose meters. We've had people come in and talk about nutrition, things that are good for the body, things that are not good, how to you know, uh, take care of ourselves um, in many ways. Um, then we also have, in addition to that call, we have two um, conversation chat calls. One is the third Saturday, and that one's at 5 Eastern. Um, and then the other one is the fourth Monday, which we just started because some people had said, you know, we'd really like to get together again. Um, can we do another one during the month? And so we decided to do another one. Um, and that one is the fourth Monday at, um, trying to think. 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific. I, I'm in the central time, so I'm always so, thinking central time. So, so 5.30 for your time. Yep. Yep. 7.30 Eastern. Um, so and, that's this weekend. All, all, yeah, you're that's right. This weekend. this weekend. Tomorrow, Tomorrow is the first one. So, um, and all of the calls are an hour. And when we have our speakers, um, we do allow time for question and answer um, because we all have questions and need answers. Um, one other thing that I wanted to make sure that we covered um, in regards to membership, it's, it's great seeing it grow and I'm, I'm excited about it. Um, but I want people to know that it's not just for diabetics. Um, I myself am not a diabetic, but I have a lot of family members that are. And so it's good for those people that want to learn more um, to help their loved ones or a friend or a neighbor. Um, but like Larry said, there's a lot of people that do have diabetes. Some are willing to mention it, some aren't. And it's a, a place to go and be and feel respected. Um, and, and that's important to us is that people can be themselves. Um, dues, just for those that are interested, dues are $10. We are, um, like everybody else, starting for 2023. Um, if you pay your dues anytime between now and January, it will cover the rest of this year plus all of 2023. Um, so basically, you'll finish this year plus next year um, and to find out information, more information about our organization to join our, our group. We do have a website. We also have an email address and I'm going to give you the email address so that people can feel like they have somebody that will respond to them. And that email is ACBDA, which is the initials of ACB Diabetics in Action, um, O-R-G at gmail.com. So altogether, that email is acbdaorg 
at gmail.com. Well, thank you very much. We'd like and to I thank think you we will probably... for having us on because, uh, as Larry said and Becky said, many people are hesitant to try to get information and help with their diabetes because, you know, they, they rely on their doctor. But medical profession is not very good at communicating. No, it's not. This, That's why and, I started Visibilities to begin with. You're absolutely right. This organization has really benefited me and all of its members in terms of getting information that helps us. So thank you. Well, thank you, Charles. And thank you, Becky and Larry, for um, all of that you've imparted tonight. And I think we'll probably be doing for Visibilities another call with you folks about your mentoring program sometime within the next couple of months. I would love to have you back to talk about that. Um, Patty, thank you, Becky. Uh, Patty Cox is the president of Council of Citizens with Low Vision. And I'm going to ask her to go next because I'm saving our, our um, final one for last because I think he's going to make a little bit of a noise for us, probably. So, Patty, um, Council of Citizens with Low Vision International. I think I spend three quarters of my life on this one myself. So <laughs> There's nobody though that's busier than Patty Cox with it. Patty's the president, and good evening. Good evening. <clears throat> I went to a concert last night. I should have never went. <laughs> um, it was really good. <clears throat> um, CCLBI. <clears throat> CCLBI is um, Council of Citizens with Low Vision. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Um, we have a we had a really good uh, convention this year. We had a lot of good um, and interesting uh, sessions. Um, we always have our vendors showcase. <coughs> Sorry. Um, <clears throat> and um, we also had a, a dance this year, which was really good. Um, we had sessions about smart homes, and uh, the convention went really well. <clears throat> and um, we have um, a lot of different kinds of Zoom calls um, that are very different throughout the month, each month. Um, we have one on Monday night. <clears throat> Would you like me to run through yes, this? Yes, please. Easier? I thought please. maybe so. I didn't want to step on your toes. but It wasn't like this about <laughs> five minutes ago. You, can, <laughs> you grab some water and I'll tell yes. them. We do do the CCLVI does Zoom calls on Monday night, the second and fourth Monday of the month. Patty generally, though I'm going to be doing it this, this coming week, does a game night and everyone is welcome. Um, one thing about CCLVI is it is a group that primarily works on things for people with low vision, but it is absolutely not limited to people with low vision. Um, it And low vision in and of itself covers a spectrum, you, you, um, you know, a real spectrum. 
Um, and so anyone is always welcome to the uh, game nights on the second and fourth Monday of the month. The third Monday, we do a low vision peer support group call. Uh, the first, and if there's a fifth, those kind of vary depending uh, on what topic we can, what topic might be of interest to people. On Thursday nights, we do uh, Table Talk Thursday, and that uh, changes each week on what it's going to be. Next week, it's going to be uh, my hometown, just kind of a just kind of a relaxed sit back and tell people about why they should want to visit your hometown. Uh, on Friday mornings at eleven o'clock, these are all Eastern times. We they do a coffee hour. And um, usually Tom Frank from Vermont uh, is usually the one who kind of facilitates that call. And that varies. That sometimes is about some kind of a resource. Sometimes it's just a relax at the end of the week. Uh, on the third Tuesday of every month, we do Let's Talk Low Vision. That's been in existence since something like 2009. And that um, we just held last week, and Kathy Schmidt Whitaker, a longtime member, um, is a is a speedwalker and a former marathoner. And there's a young blind woman from New York, whose name Megan Hale, just finished an Ironman triathlon, and we had the two of them on to talk about that kind of about their experiences. Uh, with marathons and triathlons and all that kind of thing. And um, we're always looking for new and different ideas for our calls, but we do hold them quite regularly. And those are in addition to our community uh, uh, committee calls, you know, like fundraising, PR, those kinds of meetings, the board meeting, which I think is the first Tuesday of the month. I think it's the first Tuesday. Um, one of the things that we're going to be doing, we're going to be starting in September, is um, our, our chapters, like the Delaware Valley chapter, the California Council of Citizens with Low Vision, and the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision. Uh, we're going to be publicizing uh, to their Zoom calls. And uh, those are most of the, some of those have special guests and some of them are, you know, support and some of them are just sit back and relax and enjoy each other's company. So we're doing an awful lot with Zoom these days. Some of those calls are on community and some are not, but they are always available. The list of calls and the links to them are available on and you can become a member of cclvi-chat at acblists.org. Um, and there's also a CCLVI announce list. The membership, our membership chair is Zelda Gebhardt. Patty, I hope you're talking, your voice is yeah. back because I'm running out of things to say. Yeah. Um. Uh, and I, I want to say that we're looking for committee members. We have quite a few committees 
Um, you can check them out at cclbi.org or um, you can uh, come to one of our um, Zoom calls and ask questions. Um, we always have time for questions to give out information uh, about our committees, but um, we would love to have anyone join us at any of our calls committees. And our board meetings are the second Tuesday of the month. It's a set. Okay. I knew it was a Tuesday. I couldn't remember which one. Tuesday. <laughs> All right. So let me, um, let me, it's, it, it's a very dynamic group. It's got a board of directors like you wouldn't believe at this point. Um, Patty has a tremendous, wonderful support staff. Uh, support group in her board of directors this year. I, I just can't get over them. Um, there's so many people that people like Kathy King and Zelda Gebhardt and, and others that are just doing, you know, that are doing Debbie Persons, people that are just doing amazing, amazing work for that organization and, and building it and rebuilding it. And they've just done a fabulous job with it. Um, if anyone, I'm going to hold off on questions in case we run out of time because we are running close because we do have one more affiliate that I am aware of that's on here tonight. Um, and that's, I said that we were going to have a roaring good time. And so I think it's time for us to hear from Mr. Campbell. All right. Roar with ACB Lions. Good evening, everyone. Um, before I start, uh, to all of you in CCLVI, my condolences on Fred's passing. Um, I know that was Thank uh, you. quite a shock for all of us. Um, well, Indeed. I'm going to be brief because I know we're getting close to the top of the hour. Um, I am uh, Ray Campbell, president of the American Council of Blind Lions. Uh, we've been around for, I believe, over 50 years. Um, and our main mission is that we are trying to encourage individuals who are blind or visually impaired to get involved in their local Lions clubs and involved in fundraisers and projects. Um, and, um, and that's really a big part of what we do. Um, quick, very quickly. Um, uh, we have a community call on the first Thursday of every month. Our next one is September 1st. It's at 8.30 Eastern. I have to make sure I'm on Central, so I have to remember <laughs> that. Uh, 8.30 Eastern, which is 2.30 Hawaiian. And it's always on the community list. And that call is open to anyone who would like to join us, whether you're a lion, current in a club, or if you're interested in lionism, we'd love to have you. And that call is, we do some business um, and, you know, that we need to take care of. But a big part of that call is club sharing. So people can share what their local clubs are doing in terms of uh, fundraisers and service projects and that kind of thing. And, and a big part of that sharing, what we always encourage is how do, how do you uh, contribute to that? Or if somebody's maybe in a club and they're having problems getting the club to, you know, take them seriously that they want to get involved and all of that. Um, that's, uh, you know, something we try to help each other out with as well. Um, our convention program was very successful this year. Um, we had our Millie's Place, uh, which is a 
been always been a pin swap and in person it was always a big party with a lot of good food and good snacks we did it virtually this year and i think our members really enjoyed that uh during the hybrid convention we had a reverse visit and what that is is during our luncheon that we have we had three individuals from three different local lions clubs in the omaha area come and share what their clubs are doing what their how the lions are structured in the Omaha area and how they get visually impaired folks in their clubs involved. And then a program we started, uh, actually the first virtual ACB convention, this is the third year we've done it, is lessons in leadership. And this year we had two of our members, uh, Lion Jack Link from St. Louis and Lion Mary Lee Turner from Portland, Oregon, who is also our vice president, by the way, and they are past district governors in Lions, which is a pretty prestigious leadership role that you can have in your Lions, the Lions organization. And so they came and talked to us about their experiences uh, serving as when they were district governors. And you know, you, you do a lot of traveling when you're district governor, and how they did that, and how they went to different clubs and, and did different things that they did, um, and that. Um, we, um, uh, I mentioned our community call. It's always on the community list. Um, if anyone would like to join us very quickly, um, if you'd like to become a member of ACB Alliance, and again, it's not, you don't have to be aligned to be a member. You can give our treasurer, Adam Rushable, a phone call at 502-897-1472, and he can take care of getting you uh, into the organization. Uh, we also have an email list that you can join, and you can send an email to acb-lions, L-I-O-N-S, plus sign subscribe at acblists.org, and you can uh, join that. You can get on the email list and see what we're doing and uh, when our calls are and stuff like that. Uh, real quick, one of the Ray, things- can I just interrupt you for one second? Sure. We're at 59. What I want to do is just do a very brief summary and then we can continue off uh, after once Larry shut down the stream. Okay. So I just want to go through. I want to thank all of the affiliates that have spent the last three of the last four weeks with us. We have had 12, at least 12, I think it's 13 of the ACB special interest affiliates joining us. I hope that this has done a lot of good for them through the uh, for their membership development, for a lot of good for a lot of our members of our community who have been looking for something to do that will benefit others and and benefit yourselves at the same time. And with that, I want to thank all of the people that came from ACB Radio, Diabetics in Action, Next Generation, Families. Um, uh, government employees. I'm trying to remember them all off the top of my head. Um, radio amateurs, uh, aging and vision loss, um, council of citizens with low vision, uh, bright, blind pride international. Um, I'm afraid I'm going to forget one or two of them. Friends in art, Ivy, Viva. At least that many, and I probably left off one or two. But I want to thank all of them for having joined us. Next week, we're going to be starting doing, we're, just, we're going to be doing it differently than we've done the special interest affiliates. But we're going to be doing some of the state affiliates that have uh, conventions coming up 
between now and the end of the year. And we're going to start getting back into more typical visibilities topics, you know, um, empty nesting and, and downsizing and a couple of different topics. Um, I'm working on getting um, my friend back to do the early signs of dementia. Again, we wow. haven't done that for a couple of years. So I want to continue on that. So those things are going to be coming up over the next month or two. Hello, Katie. And I thank you all for a great night.